Alright guys, welcome to episode one of Amin Talks. I'm your host, Adele Amin, and today I'm going to be sharing a little story with you guys. So, we're going to have to flash back a little over four years ago to when I started high school, or right before I started high school. Now, at the time, I was sitting about at about 5'7", maybe 5'8", max, and I was, by the end of the summer, I was an even 200 pounds. So to say the least, at that height and weight, I was uh, I was pretty fat. So the one of my family members actually pointed, tried to point out to me that I was like eating really unhealthy. Uh, I was actually eating maybe around, maybe not every day, but most days. I'd eat around eight Eggo waffles, or at least they were they were a staple in my diet back then. And I just, the pan, the pounds started going up and I kind of, when, when he confronted me or told me about it, I really, it, it kind of went in one ear and out the other. And it really didn't hit me until I actually stepped on a scale and looked in the mirror and also looked in, looked at some vacation photos from that summer. And, uh, yeah, that wasn't, wasn't really happy with how I looked. So I told myself, okay, I'm starting high school. First day, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a diet. Back back then, diet diet to me meant you eat as little as possible. So I told myself, I'm gonna start a diet, try to lose as much weight as possible, and then uh, I go from there. I really didn't know anything about dieting, so uh, literally just I was hungry all the time. So that that was that, and. Also, I had other motivators to lose weight too. Like I was starting to get into basketball at that time, and obviously, it's a pretty like you you can't you can't really do well at that weight. And for me, that that was a bigger motivator to start losing weight as well. So then, high school starts, and then uh, later on, a couple months later, basketball tryouts start. And uh, long story short. I wasn't skilled enough. I wasn't, I didn't have enough endurance. And yeah, those, those two together got me uh, cut from the team. So after that, I was pretty disappointed. I was pretty bummed out and I was left to think to myself, okay, now what? So I heard some people, some other classmates that also got cut talking and they, they were saying something about, oh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna join winter track or do track. And uh, to me, track just meant running. Running, So <clears throat> I was like, okay, that doesn't sound like too bad of an idea. So I told my friends about it and they were like, oh yeah, we'll do it with you because we're doing spring sports or football and whatever else. I was like, all right, bet. So then first day of uh, track practice rolls around and I think, I believe it was someone I knew from the team, maybe an upperclassman. They were like, oh, so... Uh, so what are you gonna what event are you gonna do? I didn't I didn't really know there was like events or anything. So I was like, I don't know, I'm not I'm not too good at running. And they're like, Oh, you're probably gonna be a thrower. And I was like, Okay, I guess I'm a thrower. Or it roughly it roughly went that way. And then uh I joined the rest of the throwers and from there we did our we did our warm ups and it, which included running, which was probably the worst part of it for me. And 
I mean, for the throwers, it wasn't that bad, but even, even, even back then, and it, it was still enough to hate, to say the least. So then after that, our coach, he takes me by myself and like the rest of the team into the weight room. And I, I've never touched weights before. He sits me down on the bench. I lay down and he's like, here, try to try to push this off your chest. And I remember it wasn't more than, it was about a hundred and, no, no, sorry, scratch that, misspoke. It was about 65 pounds. And yeah, that's for, that's not much weight, but, uh, but at the time it wasn't, it didn't look like much, but I, I tried doing it and it was, it was a struggle. So he just, he took me off the bench. He was, he told me to use 15 pound dumbbells. And uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't have an exact reason, but being really sucky in the weight room was a lot different than being really sucky on the on a basketball court. And looking back, I think a big part of that for me was the the whole team aspect. And in a weight room, it was you're a little more isolated, or in a gym, you're a little more isolated. You're on your own a little more. And you don't really have eyes peering at you waiting for your next move. And your next move isn't dependent on anyone else's next move. And the, I think I kind of liked the whole, like the, the solo aspect of it. And, and then on top of that, there, I, I, two, sorry, two big things I think made worth things that I fell in love with from from lifting and the first thing was strength in other words adding just add being able to add weight to the bar and on top of that was growing into myself and what i mean by that is i was able to grow into myself physically which i mean with track and the lifting i i it furthered helping me drop some weight and also i mean Later down the road, I was able to add like some muscle and strength. So it helped me grow into myself physically, but also it helped me grow into myself mentally. And what I mean by that is prior to that, I really wasn't that outgoing or outspoken or really, I, I was, I wasn't myself around that many people to say the least. So I wasn't very confident. I was pretty self-conscious and I noticed the more I lifted, the, the more confidence and the less self-conscious I I became. And so a few months go by by the end of freshman year after track season, I'm, I sit about at about 170 pounds. So I lost about 30, I lost about 30 pounds that year. And I was really happy with that. Uh, that was a big achievement for me. And then after this whole lifting story, um, for the next four years about I had a decent had a decent amount of yo-yoing and what I mean by that is uh, there was lots of ups and downs or there was times of progression and then regression or stagnation and it wasn't until probably the last year year and a half that I that I made like actual strides and even then I had like my own like mental or like the way I thought was problematic and the way I acted. And uh, I mean, with regards to lifting and some of my problems I had during those four years, that four years that was causing the yo-yoing was my dieting. I was under 
the false impression that I needed a crazy amount of calories to get big and strong. And that really, that wasn't true. I thought I, I, I told myself, oh, I need 3000 or 3,500 calories to, uh, to get strong or whatever. And it's like, I, my metabolism is nowhere near fast enough to need that. So that was one thing. And also just eating garbage food, even up until like the last like few months, I, I didn't even start fixing or sprucing up my actual, like integrating actual good eating habits until like the last couple months, like during quarantine. So that's a new thing for me. And then I also, I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, I don't care how I look. I just want big numbers on the squat bench and deadlift. Uh, da, 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 da. And then that's, that was just a big lie looking back. It's like, no, I cared how I look and I didn't feel good looking, looking at that, you know, not, not to say now, like I look like so great, but it's like, it's just something to look back at and be like, okay, that was a lie. So also on top of that, I would do stupid programming. Uh, I was impatient, which caused the stupid programming. And I wouldn't fall. I wouldn't do any like program or lifting program for long enough to see like solid results. And then when I did, it was, I would overcomplicate it. I'd overthink. I'd let my ego get involved. Uh, I didn't check my form as well as I should have. Uh, I also ignored mobility and stretching, which has caused its own plethora of problems. And also midway through high school, I tore my meniscus while playing basketball for my church league. So that was another setback, but it wasn't so much the injury that was the problem, but how I like how I acted towards it. So after tearing it, I would, I kept on going into the gym and like re-aggravating it until finally I got surgery on it. And then right after surgery, I think I was sitting at about, I got back up from so this was after sophomore year so from freshman year to this meniscus surgery i think i got back up to around 215 pounds and i had to take a break from exercise and lifting so i looked like a slob once again so then after surgery i think i dropped 10-ish pounds which helped helped with the healing a little bit but not much and then i after a couple months i start not a couple months sorry a couple weeks i started getting back into the gym lifting uh, getting my lifts back up and that was good. My eating habits were still not there. They were still pretty bad. And I would, it's just, it was just one big blob of hindering progress. And yeah, looking back, I could say, yeah, I could have done things better. I could have probably made a lot faster progress, but those regrets are really minuscule next to uh, seeing what those four years actually did for me. And what I, what I see looking back now is that in some way or somehow I ended up in a position where I can actually say to myself, okay, even with all that stupidity, all that faulty thinking, all those stupid habits, those dumb actions, or even trying to go to extremes, or, oh, I didn't mention this before, but I, I would also do, or I'd have the mentality, it was either zero or 100. So I, if I did tr try like dieting, I would try to, I wouldn't try to fix the habit. I would just try to jump into something really extreme the next day. And then I'd end up back where I was the next week. And that, 
that was just another thing that really set me back. But after those four years, looking back, I can say, okay, what they really, what those four years really did for me is show me that on top of all this, these actions, even though they're, they weren't good for me and they were useless parts of myself, I can still look back. The fact that I can look back and identify that is, is important. And then even more important on top of that is I showed myself that I do have the capacity to change. And it, it showed me that I can actually move towards a better version of myself. And even, and it also showed, showed me, like I said before, with the, like, with the trying to change overnight, it showed me that I need some patience and I can't, I can't just do a zero to 100 overnight. It's not sustainable. Uh, it showed me what change looked like and that I could actually achieve change. So from that, that's actually how I was able to, that part of that is I was actually able to start fixing my diet recently or actually learning that I just need to take small steps to actually see that change or see a change that's sustainable. And that's, I mean, for me, that's more important than any fast progress or any anything that could have been expedited. And for me, this is this is probably one of the most important, if not the most important thing that's lifting's done for me. And it's I don't think it should be devalued or go un or not devalued, but undervalued this this idea of of showing yourself that you can change. And to anyone listening, in my personal opinion, I think change is one of those things that it's probably one of the most important things you can prove to yourself because it's going to seep in. If you can prove it to yourself, it will seep its way into every facet of your life. It's going to seep into your relationships. It's going to seep in to the way you talk. It's going to seep in to your work, to your school, to your hobbies. It's going to seep into your habits too. And that's just, that's, that's just a formula. That's, I mean, I, as corny as sounds, that's a formula for success. If you really think about it. And for me, lifting just happened. It just happened to be the thing that taught me that it happened to be the teacher for me in this equation. And I think for that reason, that's why it's established, established its position in my, in my life. That's what, that's part of why I fell, fell in love with it on top of other reasons. Hopefully in the future, I could, I, I plan on doing a talk on why on other, other things that lifting's done for me or top five reasons or whatever corny title you want to give it. And for someone else, it might, it could be another another hobby or another activity that teaches them that they can change and it's it's funny cuz a lot of times the the action the action comes before you for me at least it came before knowing what it did for me and knowing why i did it which i think that's for me it's it's a nice uh, it's a nice thing to look back at and be like, okay, I, 
I have a reason to have a reason to keep doing this and I could uh I could feel good about doing it. All right guys, that's uh that's as much of a story as I got for you guys. Thanks for listening. And uh stay tuned for a mean talks. I'll be releasing an episode every Sunday night. And uh yeah. Catch you later.